Sunday blessings to all of you. This is the Lord's Day, the day of resurrection that commences a new week and offers a new opportunity to be drawn by grace more deeply into the paschal mystery of Jesus Christ. Through the gifts of the Holy Spirit, may each of us graciously respond to Jesus' invitation to live more deeply his passion, death, and glorious resurrection and ascension, and be drawn into loving communion with God our Father. You are listening to Encountering Jesus with the Church Fathers, a podcast pondering patristic commentary and insight on the sacred scriptures, the sacred liturgy, and living as a disciple of Jesus Christ. I am your host, Father Mark, and I welcome you to this podcast on the 23rd Sunday in Ordinary Time. Guiding us this Sunday in opening the Word of God is St. Basil the Great. Perhaps some of you may welcome this change since we have been listening to St. Cyril of Alexandria for the past few weeks. St. Basil's insights on baptism certainly stand alone and are important for the connections that he draws between baptism and the necessity of Christian discipleship, an important element of this Sunday's Gospel from the evangelist St. Luke. But St. Basil's reflections on baptism are also important as they form part of his defense for the personhood and divinity of Holy Spirit. The excerpt that we will listen to shortly, however, concerns discipleship. As has been the practice, some additional insights on this Sunday's Gospel appear on my blog, and its address is contained in the podcast description. This week's blog entry examines what it means to hate in the world of Jesus. And now, from St. Basil the Great, an excerpt from his work concerning baptism. Once more, let us call to mind the Lord's words, which he spoke directly to each of us, when to the man who said, Let me first go and bury my father, he replied, Let the dead bury their dead. But you, go and proclaim the kingdom of God. Another who said, Let me first arrange my affairs at home. He rebuked with a stern threat, saying, No man, putting his hand to the plow and looking back, is fit for the kingdom of God. A human obligation, therefore, however honorable it may appear, if it retards us ever so slightly in rendering the wholehearted obedience we owe to God, is to be repudiated by a person 
who wishes to become the Lord's disciple. Compliance with it is the deserving object of a dire threat. The Lord again states this precept in more general terms when he says, If any man will come after me, let him deny himself, take up his cross, and follow me. But if we recall the words of the Lord to him who said, Blessed is he that shall eat bread in the kingdom of God, we learn of a more terrible judgment of wrath and severity which deprives those who transgress the precept of every good hope. These are the Lord's words. A certain man made a great supper and invited many. And he sent his servant at the hour of supper to say to them that were invited that they should come, for now all things are ready. And they began all at once to make excuse. The first said to him, I have brought a farm, and I must go out and see it. I pray you, hold me excused. And another said, I have brought five yoke of oxen, and I need to go and try them. I pray you, hold me excused. And another said, I have married a wife, and therefore I cannot come. And the servant, returning, told these things to his Lord. Then the master of the house, being angry, said to his servant, Go out quickly into the streets and lanes of the city, and bring in hither the poor and the feeble and the blind and the lame. And the servant said, Lord, it is done as you have commanded, and yet there is room. And the Lord said to his servant, Go out into the highways and hedges, and compel them to come in, that my house may be filled. But I say unto you, that none of those men who were invited shall taste of my supper. Moreover, the only begotten Son of the living God, sent by the Father, not to judge the world, but to save the world, true to himself and faithful to the will of the good God his Father, associates with the decree of his severity a doctrine whereby we might be made worthy of becoming his disciples. He says, If any man come to me and hates not his father and mother and his wife and children and brethren and sisters, yes, and even his own life also, he cannot be my disciple. That sort of hatred is meant, of course, which indicates the virtue of piety by withdrawing us from distractions, not the kind which leads to contrived 
hurtful schemes against one another. And whoever, says the Lord, does not carry his cross and come after me, cannot be my disciple. This indeed is the very agreement we make when in receiving the baptism of water we promise to be crucified, to die, to be buried with him, and so on as it is written. In consideration of our weakness, however, God willed also to establish our hearts in full conviction of the truth by means of parables and thereby induce in us a readier obedience. He says, therefore, Which of you, having a mind to build a tower, does not first sit down and reckon the charges that are necessary, whether he have wherewithal to finish it, lest, after he has laid the foundation and is not able to finish it, all that see it begin to mock him, saying, This man began to build and was not able to finish. Or what king, about to go to war, against another king, does not first sit down and think whether he be able with ten thousand to meet him that with twenty thousand come against him. Or else, while the other is yet afar off, sending an embassy, he desires conditions of peace. So likewise, Every one of you that does not renounce all that he has cannot be my disciple. Salt is good, but if the salt shall lose its savor, wherewith shall it be seasoned? It is neither profitable for the land nor for the dunghill, but shall be cast out. He that has ears to hear, let him hear. If we have faith in these words, we will, first of all, with the grace of God, through our Lord Jesus Christ, unless we have received so great a grace in vain, free ourselves from the tyranny of the devil by refraining from every action that is pleasing to the devil. Secondly, we will renounce not only the world and its concupiscences, but also the just claims we have on one another, and even our life itself, whenever any of these things distracts us from the wholehearted and immediate submission we owe to God. Then shall we be worthy to become disciples of the Lord. Furthermore, we learn from Moses and the prophets, from the evangelists and the prophets, as well as the apostles, that all things, visible and invisible, were made in the beginning by God through his only begotten Son, our Lord Jesus Christ. 
by the events recounted in the Holy Scriptures. Also, we are taught the goodness of God and his severity in much patience, that his justice may be manifested and for our instruction. From the Scriptures, we learn also of the prophecies concerning the incarnation of our Lord Jesus Christ and the paradoxical events which then occurred of his glorious resurrection from the dead, his ascension, the most glorious coming at the end of time, of the doctrines of piety based on the hope of eternal life and the kingdom of heaven, and wholly in accord with the gospel and acceptable to God in the love of Christ Jesus our Lord, of the judgment of the just recompense rendered both to those who do what is forbidden or refuse to do that which is sanctioned unto eternal punishment, and to those who live worthily according to the gospel of God in sound faith, working by the charity of Christ in the expectation of eternal life and the kingdom of heaven, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Saint Basil the Great, pray for us. Let us pray. O God, by whom we are redeemed and receive adoption, look graciously upon your beloved sons and daughters, so that those who believe in Christ may receive true freedom and an everlasting inheritance. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. The Lord be with you. May Almighty God bless you, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Go and announce the Gospel of the Lord.